What's going on? Welcome to the Barbecue Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Big Dan, I'm here with Messy Mike, and we are ready to talk about barbecue, life, family, sports, whatever comes up. Let's get going. Welcome to episode 13. Messy Mike and I got a chance to sit down with Raymond Cato of Mojo Smokehouse in Willacoochee, Georgia. Raymond is a contributor to the National Barbecue News, writing reviews on barbecue products, as well as a barbecue enthusiast. He's done some competitions, catering, lots of backyard cooking on his Weber's. We discuss how he got into barbecue, some of his reviews, his involvement with the Rubs of Honor, cooking in a tractor trailer, and more. Enjoy. Here we go. What's up, Raymond? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, Raymond? How's it going? Good. Don't look so serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Raymond Keto, um, we met at the National Barbecue Conference this year. Um, right. You're you're good friends with Kel. Um, you do reviews for, um, you know, the National Barbecue Magazine, National Barbecue News. Um, you're you're a truck driver. Um, you love barbecue. You have passion for barbecue. Um, you know, what got you into barbecue and, you know, what do you do for, um, you know, the barbecue news, um, you know, backyard competitions? Oh, what got me into barbecue? I, I ain't like a lot of guys, a lot of guys there, you know, I grew up barbecuing on brick pits and, but with me, I didn't get started really. I was probably in my late twenties, maybe early thirties. Okay. Uh, I went to a barbecue place in town, a local joint, and tried their ribs, and the ribs were good. And they closed down, and I couldn't find nowhere else that had <laughs> ribs like that. So I said, well, wow, I've got to try to make these ribs myself now. So just a bunch of trial and error, and then I went, uh, you mentioned Kale, I went to his contest. He had the um, best of the best barbecue contest in Douglas. Yeah. Okay. Um, man, it was a great contest that was, but I went there and just seen all the teams, all the smokers and smelled the smoke. And just from that, you know, I was, I was hooked. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's usually how a lot of people get hooked. You know, they dish, they, there's something about that smell like right. at barbecue competitions, you know, it's, it's like a smell you've just, you have never experienced with all the different flavors and, you know, woods, charcoal going on. It's just, it's an unbelievable aroma. And then at that contest, they had like whole hogs. They had a whole hog division. So you've got people, they've got hog heads sitting on top of their smokers. And, you know, it was just, wow. I was like, never seen anything like it. So did you compete nice. there or did you just go to, just go to observe? On the first couple of years, I just went to observe. I didn't start competing. Um, there was a, a local supermarket. They were putting on a backyard barbecue contest. So me and my brother, we entered it. And first one we entered, we got second place. Nice. Nice. And the, one of the judges came out and told us, they did like on-site judging. So he told us, he was like, if y'all could have your on-site better car, we went with a table, a barrel grill, and a tent, and that was our setup. Yeah. they like, well, if you could have your on-site, you would have got first place. Sorry, because that had to do with appearance and um, – Right. 
So they had one a month later. Uh, my wife, she went and set up everything and, and made it real nice and pretty. And we turned in a meet and got first place on that one. So. Nice. Nice. And then um, from there, we went to Kales and started competing in that. All right. And um, what's the uh, what's that logo behind you that's that's blinks on and off? Oh, that's the uh, Mojo Smokehouse. Yeah, Mojo Smokehouse. Mojo Smokehouse. Okay, beautiful. Nice. Yeah, um, Dale Wilson. Dale Wilson made that for me. Made a lot of trophies for barbecue contests and a lot of signs. Yeah. For barbecue teams. So is it is it still just you and your brother, or do you guys have a few more people that that jump in with you? Oh, uh, my brother passed um in oh, 2018. Sorry. sorry to hear that. But he had quit competing with me pretty much. Um, it was ended up being me and just my wife and my kids. Okay. So and my boys, my and like in Kale's contest and the um best of the best, my my kids, my sons anyway, they got in the kids division, mm-hmm. and they won. I think. Out of the four years they did it, they got two or three grand champions and one reserve. Oh wow! Oh wow! Yeah. Now are they are they still doing are they doing competitions with you still or are you still doing competitions? Um, I'm not doing it like I want to. I want to get back in it, but you know life. Yeah. You know, my oldest one, he's still he's still into it, you know, but he doesn't compete. He wants to get back into competing with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, just you know, I started driving trucks and I was gone all the time. And then whenever I was home, I didn't. I was too tired to do any kind of cooking or contest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I hear you. Now, what do you um? So, you did a review, um, you know, for um, you know, the a buddy of mine's company, um, White Mountain Pickle Company, um. Do you do reviews in every issue? You know, are you, um, um, or you know, just when there's something out there, or you know, Kel asks, you know, can you can you help me out? Yeah, sometimes like that's how I got started. Kel had, I think I think it was a rub, or maybe it was a um, a thermometer, or Maverick thermometer. It was one of those. Kel had asked me, you know, if I had the time, if I could review it for him, and that's how I got started. But no, it's not every issue. Um, whenever Kel has something, he'll give me, you know, he'll give me the opportunity to ask me if I have time to do it. Or even if I find something, um, like the latest review I did with the, um, Weber, the spider grill, the venom on the Weber, the attempt controller for the Weber kettle. I found, you know, I, I seen that on Facebook. I seen, and I was like, wow, I need to try this. So he let me do a review on that one myself. So, you know, it's. If I find something I want to review that he, you know, barbecue related, or either he'll give me something. He'll, hey, I got this right here. I need some help with it. And throw now, it my way. Did, did Did you go buy a, a grill? What's that? To do the review? Did you go, you know, buy a grill oh, the, the um, for the? Um, no, I had the Weber because I lo- I'm a Weber guy. Okay. So what it is 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 a temp controller for the web. Yep. Um, okay. like, like the you know the Guru fans and all, but it's yeah. specifically for the Weber. 
So, no, I contacted them, and, and, you know, they were nice enough to send me up one. And... Nice. So, have you have you, uh, have you you ever had a, a product that you've reviewed that you go, ah, I don't think I really want to publish this review because it ain't a good product? <laughs> oh, yes, I have, actually. I've had a couple of them. And I turned it in. I, I did a review, and I turned it in to Kelly and I was like, look, this is – this is what what happened with it. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it to you. You know, they contacted the the uh, producer of it. It was a it was a temp probe. It was a probe. So they okay. contacted them and told them that you know we're not gonna review it because yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah. They they wasn't gonna publish it because it really, I mean, yeah, it didn't work at all. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's better than. Uh... <laughs> you know, bashing somebody in a national magazine. Right. So or giving a fake review and then yeah. People yeah. Have the same issue. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> now, um, you were also, we were also talking, um, when we met, um, you also help him out with the, like the rubs of honor and the sauces of honor and stuff like that. Um, yeah. how the heck do you guys one, test everything to keep track of everything on the grill because oh. when i put stuff on the grill you know i always say okay yeah. i'm gonna remember <laughs> and then when the time comes yeah. you, you sometimes forget well the way we do it like just say for instance chicken it'll do boneless skinless thighs we'll do boneless skinless thighs we have all the rubs come in and they're numbered um in order so we'll, we'll line them up on the table six rows of six or however many rubs come in there's like a hundred or something rubs so maybe 10 rows of 10. we'll line them up get the chicken thigh put this rub with this chicken thigh put it on the grill and then we'll go from that just like that and then who how many how big's the team that that actually tastes everything and, and scores it now i've seen four tables of six there i've seen like wow. 24 people there i have seen it where it wouldn't be as many people and somebody else might have to jump in or, or you know we'd have to call somebody in or somebody you know I, i'd have to call my wife or something hey you want to come judge this and <laughs> you want to come meet some good barbecue yeah absolutely yeah. it's probably not hard to find somebody right, <laughs> right. <laughs> so what is, what's seen? the scoring uh based on i mean is it i guess it's a standard score sheet um and it's probably not like it's not like the the barbecue competitions where you're judging you know appearance and all that kind of stuff because you're really just going for the taste so how do you yeah. how do you get those 24 people or whatever to kind of give you a consistent score they get like the way we do it is just with the rubs we put the rub we the one piece of chicken that we put that rub on, we chop it up into six pieces. Okay. And then you'll give each person at that table one of the, you know, one of the chunks of chicken. And they'll put their scores, I think, between 60 and 100. And they'll score from 60 to 100 on that. Just basically on taste, on how well that rub goes with that protein. Okay. So it's not like spiciness and sweetness it's just taste overall just a one-time okay for that protein like gotcha. chicken how how does this rub 
taste on this chicken. Yeah, yeah. And then do you, if if you have ties, um, do you do another round? Um, to see if anything changes. Now, I can't remember having a tie, honestly, because okay. where they have it set up, they have um, like with the rubs, they'll have the first round, and then they have the top. So many out of that round, however many they, I think, top twenty, and then go from there. But uh, Janet does all the scoring, so I couldn't. Even... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah, fair enough. So, so you said you drive you drive trucks. How far yeah. do you, are you relatively local to the southeast? Or are you nationwide? Um, I started out nationwide, moved to the southeast. And now I'm local to like where I'm home every day after six or eight hours. Oh, that's nice. So, nice. Yeah. so when when you were traveling more and getting out there, were you uh, were you looking for other barbecue spots around the around the country or the region that you could try out? First of all, um, you could get into with a truck, and then you could also yeah, try out. I've seen a bunch of them there. I was like, wow, I'd like to try that. But then, wow, I'm in my truck. I can't just pull yeah. into the parking lot. Yeah. So you know, I, I tried a couple of them in um, Indianapolis. There, I, right. I stopped at a couple of them. I could get into one um, up around North Georgia and all. But yeah, there was a bunch of them that I wanted to try that I never did. Like yeah. I said, just cause I'm in the truck. Sure. You you can't pull the truck over to the side of the road quick. Hop out, run in, grab something. Uh, right yeah. Here. <laughs> Sometimes you have no choice, but uh, you know. <laughs> I know when, when we do the, the when we go on the the barbecue conference, we do that that bus tour, and uh, even getting that bus in some of those places is a little bit tight. So yeah, getting a big oh, tractor trailer is going to yeah. be uh, going to be a challenge. So now, what do you what do you haul? Every like um right now I'm, I'm hauling chicken. Oh, all right, okay, yeah, like frozen chicken. Um, yeah. but yeah, I started, I've always done, well, I started out doing refrigerated, like all in grocery stores and stuff like that. Um, then I moved on, I was hauling for Target. Yep. And now, like I said, I'm doing chicken, frozen chicken, taking it to cold storage units. Yep. Nice. Oh, we got cold, we got a lot of cold storage units around here. Yeah. Um, well. My grandfather used to be a truck driver. So you're you're used to being up, you know, all hours. So barbecue is oh, pretty yeah. much right up your alley as well. So yeah. what what's yeah. the what's your um you know when you do get a chance, what is your favorite thing to cook? I say ribs. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, that's what I started off on trying to perfect my ribs. So that you know, that's my favorite thing. Do you do baby back, St. Louis, um, spare ribs? Mostly. Mostly it's St. Louis. I do St. Louis most of the time. Okay. Do you take the membrane off or keep the membrane on? Uh, I always take the membrane off. Uh, That's just how I learned. I never tried it any other way. Same here. (laughs) (laughs) Same. Yep. Do you do you um, do you put a dry rub on you on your ribs? Put them on the smoker. Take them out. Glaze them. Throw them back in. Right. Yeah. Do you make your own sauce? No. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I mean, okay. it's, well, the thing is with kale and doing the sauce contest, we they have a lot of leftover sauce. Oh yeah. Oh, I bet. So, what a great <laughs> selection. 
Yeah. <laughs> we had that uh, uh, the one year. I think it was Jacksonville. Uh, one of the big that uh, the barbecue bash events. I know uh, yeah. my wife and and Mike's wife were running the table where they sold all the extra sauces for the not for oh, yeah. Kel's event, but for the the barbecue NBBQA awards. And uh, right. there were so many bottles of sauces, and Janet was like, "Yeah, just take whatever you want." I think we put. I don't know, eight or ten yeah. bottles of sauce in our in our luggage and brought them home, and man, we had sauce for forever. Yeah. That, so yeah, I can uh, imagine if you're having that many, you're gonna have uh, always have something different you can try out. So my wife, oh uh, yeah, she actually gets mad about about <laughs> the sauces. Yeah. And then like I'll find some online that I want to try, and I'm bad about them. consistency is my worst. Yeah. They're always consistently good, but they're never consistently the same. Yeah. <laughs> so you have a sauce problem <laughs> yeah i have a sauce and roll problem yeah yeah right what what's your favorite sauce right now that um you put on almost anything or do you have different uh, sauces for different proteins i'm liking um there's actually a guy brian odom from kansas city he does uh sofa king yep uh, oh yeah he's he's yeah, getting getting out there again but He's actually, he's tried some sauce. He's making some sauce, and he sent me a sample. I'm liking that really, really good. Okay. Yeah, his name's so, got called a couple times uh, this past yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Switch subjects a little bit. You mentioned you got, how many kids do you have? Uh, three kids. Three kids. So yep. outside of outside of uh, when you used to do competitions or whatever, when you do have some free time with your family, what do you guys, what do you guys like to do? What do you do as a family? What's... What's a hobby? What's something you do for fun? Um, well, my oldest son, he's 24 now with his family. Okay. He's moved out. Oh, nice. Um, yep. Yep. But, and then my daughter, she, I, we just got her off to college, my All baby right. girl. We, I mean, we like to travel. We like to take vacations and, you know, go out and try different restaurants, just, you know. Yeah. We do the same so. thing when we when we travel. We're always looking for places to eat. That's what my yeah. kids like to do. They're younger, but yeah it's uh well, that's, that's one thing that you know i just say look we're in a new place we're not going to mcdonald's we can have mcdonald's you know we can yeah. have if we can have it where we live we're not eating it that's yep, yep. that's a good rule that's our rule too if we can if we can get it any other day of the week when we're around home then we're definitely not going there on vacation so yep. unfortunately right. we don't we don't have a chick-fil-a near us so when we go on really? vacation the kids are always like can we get chick-fil-a like ah yeah. It doesn't fall in the rules because we don't we don't, ha- we don't have one close. So yeah, we just got one. Oh, you don't have a Chick Fil A near you? Oh my god! No, we don't, man. <laughs> what what part of Georgia are you from again? Sorry, Willacoochee. Willacoochee. We got Willacoochee, Georgia. Willacoochee, Georgia. Yeah, there's like a thousand people here, maybe. Yeah, is that is that uh, <laughs> southern southern Georgia? Yeah, that's way way down south. Okay. <laughs> How close are you to Kel, to Douglas? I'm maybe 20 miles. Okay. All right. I know I've never been to his place, but I know the general area where he's at. So, um, you so go. you're down there and you're down there in trailer country where all those trailers um, are made. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, right across the highway from me is a, a freedom cargo. Okay. Yeah. I know when we, when we started looking up, uh, buying a trailer, every place I kept looking at was, South Georgia, South Georgia, South Georgia, South Georgia. So yeah, there's, there's a bunch of them down here. Yep, yep, for sure. Like I can't find it, but 
um, my father and I went down to Georgia to to go to SDG Trailers, and um, okay, we we stayed, uh, we stayed, I stayed in this little town. That, um, all we know is that when you stopped for a train, you stopped for like forty five minutes to an hour, so the train could, <laughs> could go by. But um, there was this. It was only one restaurant, or you know, bar, lounge, whatever. Um, and it was this grandmother and she she would smoke meats at her house and then bring those in um but she also everything was homemade and every i mean everything was delicious um they used a lot of ranch i'll tell you that much. but um there were these corn things and it was cream corn and deep fried so when you bit into it you yeah. got like cream corn. It was like one of the best things I've ever tasted in my life. Uh, corn nuggets. That's, yeah, basically that's what they call them, corn nuggets. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was like, oh, my God, they were delicious. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, down south, you know, <laughs> you could go to the gas station down here and you could get some of the best food that, that there is. But it's all fried. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. See, up here we're uh, – I'd say, I mean, I get nervous when I eat at a gas station up here. <laughs> we we ate uh, we ate tacos at a gas station on Christmas Day in Texas. We we took our kids down to uh, uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. Yep. <clears throat> Not really think we flew in Christmas Eve and got there later that night, and then got up the next morning and we you know we're driving around. It's Christmas morning, and not yep. thinking about it, like there's nothing open. <laughs> So right. we're trying to find something to eat. The grocery stores weren't open to get, cause we had an Airbnb, but we couldn't get food. And, uh, so we see this, this sign for, uh, some taco place and it was open, you know, 365 days a year or whatever. So we pull in and it was in a, it was in a gas, it was a nice gas station. It was a nice place. Food was great. But, uh, so it's, it's, uh, we always joke about that eating tacos in a gas station on Christmas morning with, uh, <laughs> with our kids <laughs> it's, it's memories that's right right that's, that's what right. it is it's memories we've ate we've had chinese food you know the the whole christmas story yeah. go to the chinese restaurant on christmas yep. yeah yep yep that's funny sometimes i'd rather that just a lot of chinese food i think yeah right we used to do uh we used to do pizza on christmas eve growing up we go to my grandma's house okay. she would make a huge meal every year we all the family get together for christmas eve and then one year she got sick, and so we just ordered pizzas, and we were like, "That's pretty good tradition." So then we just ordered pizza every year for Christmas Eve. So it was it was pizza, nice. Mike. Pizza, it worked pretty pizza. well. Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, um, so talking barbecue. Um, do you? I know when you were driving, you you know you wanted to try some places. What? What's your like number one go to? Um, you know meal. So if you know for your last meal, what would be your number one meal to have? Uh, uh, barbecue, or are we talking barbecue, or just anything? What your your the okay? I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna do the the death row meal, right? It's you know yeah. last meal ever. What would, you, what would you get? Prime rib and grilled shrimp. Oh yeah, man of my own heart, prime rib. Okay, hundred <laughs> percent. Yep. Yeah. Rare, as rare as rare. can be, so it melts rare. in your mouth. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With the horse ranch. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I'm an Aju guy. 
Uh, well, I do I like, both. I like, though. I like horseradish. Yeah, I think I don't think they well fancier restaurants up here give you horseradish, but usually like where I go, it's they just give you prime rib and au jus. But it's okay. It's well, so delicious. <laughs> down here, there's only so many places you could get prime rib, so you know. Yeah. Now, where, where does your daughter? Uh, where'd you drop your daughter off at college? Um, Kennesaw State, up north Georgia by Atlanta, uh, a little bit north okay. of Atlanta. Very nice. So you obviously you're a Georgia Bulldogs fan. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. Really? Okay. Really. Kel's not. And Kel's still <laughs> friends with you. I know. Huh? I'm a um, matter of fact. I'm a Florida Gator fan. Okay. All right. Wow. Yeah. Rivalry. <laughs> Rivalry. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. That came. That came from my brother. Also, because my brother was a big Georgia Bulldog fan. Mm-hmm. Uh. So, you know, just the sibling rivalry there. He's a Georgia Bulldog fan. I, I'm going to be a Florida Gator fan. <laughs> so Makes sense, yep. So I understand this. Do you work, you know, just like five days a week? Are you seven days a week? Um, or is it, you know, um, now, I, mean, I know you get home now, you know, around six at night. Yeah, well, now with this company I'm with now, I'm on five days a week. And okay. like a lot of times I can get home. Today I had a longer day just because I had to wait for my load to pick it up and then whenever I delivered it, I had to wait to unload it. But a lot of times I'll get home around one thirty or two o'clock in the afternoon. Nice. So what you're talking about with now now before this, I was six days a week, uh sometimes sixteen hours a day. Oh man. Wow. So now do do any um or have you seen or know about um any little tiny grills that truck drivers kinda you know, the ones that go cross country, um, any of them set up, you know, little grills outside their, outside their rig? Oh, um, I've seen some of them. I, my personally, I had a George Foreman. There you go. <laughs> that was my grill. Oh, so, nice. you okay. know, yeah. Um, and you'd use that inside the rig. Yeah. I'd use that inside the rig. Yeah. Wow. Now, okay. Whenever I left and came back in, you could smell, you could tell I've been cooking in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, must have smelled delicious for like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> so how how long do you have to cook ribs on a George Foreman? I mean that's that's a long time. Yeah, I, had to, <laughs> I had to forego my ribs on that. Oh, all right, all right, fair enough. So uh, maybe chicken breast and hamburgers or something, you know. Yeah. And then did you well, do did a you review see... a review for the George Foreman for uh for MVQA <laughs> for magazine or did um did any guys see on uh, Facebook um uh some guy cooked a brisket on a flat top? Really? Grill? I, I saw ribs yeah. cooked on a flat top recently. Yeah, he cooked. I didn't a, see uh, the Obviously, it, it obviously it had a cover on it. Um, but yeah, he, he you know I, I don't know how much of it was true. Yeah. But um, it showed you know brisket cooking on the the flat top, and then okay. uh, there was like a little video of it, and then. You know, cutting into it afterwards. Yeah. Hey, looks pretty good. I have no idea. Um, that was just a little side note. I seen real cooked on that top recently. I, well, I had to say it was on Facebook as well. Do you think it would be? T- I mean, I, I could kind of see ribs on a flat top, but no. I don't know. Maybe. Which I just I just started cooking on a flat top. My wife got me one. For Father's Day, so I just started. So, oh, I wish I knew I would have sold you mine. I haven't <laughs> used it in like 
three here. Really? Bring it, bring it down. Oh, okay, here. Mike. Next time you come down, bring it down here. I'll take it. Done. All right. Get it out of my garage. <laughs> now, um, so having weekends off, um, you know, are you are you seriously? You know, I know you said you'd like to barbecue more. Um, are you looking? You know, have you tried to or thought about any steak competitions where they're you know kind of faster one day type events? Yeah. Yeah, actually, I was just um, talking to Kel uh, day before yesterday, maybe, about it. Uh, they've got one coming up in the area next month. So we're uh, getting together and doing a practice cook for them. Because I've never done a state contest. Okay. Our mine have uh, mostly been GBA. Okay. Which, so, oh, Georgia, Georgia Barbecue Georgia, Association. Yeah. yeah, Georgia Barbecue. Yeah, they... Uh... The state cook-offs are fun, man. We, we've we done one up here uh, at our place five years in a row now in August. And uh, I usually only cook at those because I don't have I don't have the Saturdays free to, to travel around. But the the ones that we do right. here, it's uh, it's fun, man. It's a good group of people. And, and uh, yeah, you don't have to spend all night, you know, tending a fire and everything else. You show up in the morning and you <clears throat> fire up your Weber or whatever you're going to cook on and um, I would recommend watching some videos on YouTube just to to kind of see what the what the judges are looking for, especially when it comes to appearance and things like that. Because a lot of guys, the way they trim them and things like that. I mean, you're not gonna you're not gonna get all their secrets. I had times where I, I trimmed them and then you know the the thing flies open on the one side and it looked almost like a flower. Yeah. It was like Rrr. so. Yeah, it's uh, it takes a little bit to to make them look good, but. Um, but they taste good regardless of how you cook them. So, so it has to it has to be a full like a circle. No, that's like the perfect it steak. Can be, or no, it can be. You're just okay. you're judged on the top half. So the way you turn it in, when the clamshell opens, yeah, they open away from them. The part that's there, they cut they cut the steak in half. That's where they judge the appear the doneness right in the middle, and then the top half is your appearance score. So you want the top half to look good. For the appearance the bottom half is what the judges then cut up to eat so that needs to be tender Holy so crap. Most, wow yeah. so so typically the way that they're turned like if you think about a regular ribeye steak you get that spinalis muscle on the top and then it kind of goes down to the tail at the bottom and you get that big hunk yep. of fat usually at the bottom well that part would be at the top because the spinalis is generally a tender part t- more tender part of the of the steak so most guys cut that off because for the appearance, you want it to look nice and uniform and not a big glob of fat hanging on there or whatever. So that's kind of why they end up trimming trimming them in that, you know, egg shape or circular shape or oval shape, um, just so it looks yeah, that, it looks good. But look like a hamburger or a hockey puck or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what they look like, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who started it. I mean, I, to me, I think you could just go all right. No trimming. You just pop it right on the grill and, and right. exactly. see what it looks like. That's what I do. I don't trim at the house. Oh, I don't trim them at home either. Those little fat pieces yeah. are pretty good, man. Yeah, those are for me. Yeah. Those are delicious. Yeah. Uh, uh, <clears throat> do you have any, any you know, any – so the review thing, like do you have any reviews coming up or is it kind of just uh, spur-of-the-moment type stuff? Um, or if not usually, I mean, he'll give me – Right now, they're just getting the issue out. I think this past Friday was the deadline for this issue coming out. 
so I didn't get nothing in, but usually he'll mm-hmm. give me time because I like to research the yeah. the company yep. that that you know the their history or where it's available, where you can get their products from. And so that way I can give a good review of where you could get it and, you know. Well, you write a hell of a review, so I will give you that much. I appreciate it. Nope. You almost made the guy cry. <laughs> he, he actually he keeps asking me for your phone number because he wants to call you and, and, like, you know, tell you, hey, if I ever see you in my lifetime, I want to buy you a beer. But then you'll be on the phone yeah. for, like, yeah, three I, hours. I, 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 I thought gave it to him. I thought I had huh? emailed it because I've, I've – um, you know, we've had conversations through email. Okay. I thought that I had gave my phone number. If uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he's a, he's a, he's a great guy. He's just uh, you know, he's he loves to have a conversation. You know, right. he's a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, now, are you um, you know, what do you say you do more cooking at home? Um, you know, on the grill, smoking. Um, you know, mostly in the oven. You know, are you. You, like I'm a I'm a grill guy, you know. If I can, you know, if I have the time, I definitely want to use the grill, you know, more than the oven, especially during the summertime because right. don't get the house so hot. Right. What would you say you are? Um, I'm mostly outdoor. Um, uh, either the grill or the smoker, just depending on the day. Sometimes both of them, you know, depending on how many people I have coming over or something, you know, if all the family's coming. And I've started using that the the um. The griddle. I started using that a lot. Just you know, the smash burgers. Yeah. Trying to smash. Yeah. <laughs> so. So what what kind of smoker do you use, or do you use your Weber as a smoker? I got uh, okay, Joe, the Longhorn, but okay. the firebox coming out on me, so I can't use that right now. Yeah. But I'm a Weber guy. I'm smoking mountains. Yeah, I've got. Oh, yeah. Four or five Smoky Mountains out there. Oh, nice. Nice. So, And then I've got the Weber kettles. You know, I'm a Weber guy. All right. So, All right. Those are actually. For the price to me, you can't beat them, the price. Yeah. Well, that too, but they're also a, a great smoker. Yeah, yeah. You know, they work very well, and, you know, I'd probably recommend that to any kind of, you know, guy that's starting out or – even, I mean, oh, the yeah. guy that just doesn't want to spend a fortune, you know, because like right. you said, for the money, it's a, it's a great smoker. Yeah. yeah and I've had, um, you know, I've, I've ran a load of charcoal with no, no fan assist for 16 hours wow. you know, on a Weber, on the smoking mountain. So that's pretty good. It's low and slow, you know, keeping it at. Better than, better than the ceramic ones. <laughs> Well, that's also that's also Georgia, Mike. That's probably a hundred degrees down there. So you right, yeah, it's, yeah, it's already at a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so we start out at a hundred. Yeah, at a hundred twenty. <laughs> so you need to come up here during the winter time and try it. Yeah, matter of fact, when I went uh, yesterday, I went I went and checked the. Uh, I was cooking some chicken wings in the kettle and checked the temp in the kettle. It was already one twenty. <laughs> just just ambient temperature sitting outside yeah just ambient temperature Ooh, in there yeah <laughs> and you, you can't even cold smoke cheese at that it'll melt <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> yeah we gotta wait till winter time when it gets 70 degrees yeah I think uh, <laughs> what you need to do is um, I think you need to contact Rectech and uh, um, Traeger have them send you each a grill 
and or a grill yeah. and uh, do a review for the barbecue news because right. I'm sorry I just said barbecue not barbecue. Um, That's all right. <laughs> you can slip into that New England accent sometimes, Mike. It's okay because you know now on like now on you know Facebook, but like you know I think even news you know they're saying Traeger laid off you know a bunch of people and you know oh right, my God right. it's, you know Traeger's going down. Um, you know what what's your take on it and you know i i think you should you know definitely that would be a fantastic review for and a lot of people would see it yeah just oh, I, I get you and and it would have fit because i give kale hell i give kale uh you know a hard time about pellet smoking yeah yeah uh, you know, i've never used it so if i could use it and it convert me that would be an awesome review <laughs> no doubt. No but doubt. um, I you know, and I just get I do it to give them a hard time because eventually I'll probably end up breaking down and getting a pellet smoker. Yeah, that'd be that should be a pretty good article. And yeah, and I was talking to my wife the other day, or my daughter. I said, you know, I, I do want to try a pellet smoker. I want to learn how to cook on one, and also a gas grill. Cause you know, just to say, yeah. I've never used gas. I'm scared of gas. When I got that, uh, really? When I got that griddle, when I got that griddle, I was scared to death to light it. <laughs> wow! So, I grew up with gas. I had a big stick burner one time, and I had the gas assist. So I've never used gas before. So I turned on the gas and closed the door, let it sit. Then I went and lit a match. Oh yeah! Oh, my <laughs> so oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what, like, when, you know, up here, uh, when I, when I'm living at home, um, you know, we're doing, we're, we're barbecuing tonight, you know, which meant steak, steak tips, you know, hot dogs, hamburgers, chicken, right. you know, so, and that's all they used was a gas grill. Yeah. So I didn't, yeah. you know, when I bought my first smoker, I was, I didn't even know how to smoke anything. So yeah. <laughs> learned quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I want to learn how to cook on gas and pellets, as well. You know, just to say that I know how. Well, it's easy. You uh, you turn the propane on, and then you push the button <laughs> that says yeah. ignite. That lights it. Okay. You wait till you wait till it gets to the temperature that the thermometer says. So you set it to high, low, or medium. High is probably going to get you <laughs> like 500, 450. You know, yeah. put your stuff on and. <laughs> See you later. Just keep, yeah. <laughs> Come back in like ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, you just want to. You just keep flipping it. It's got that direct heat, that fast, hot direct heat from the bottom. But uh, I mean, I, I've smoked stuff on a electric smoke or a, sorry, a gas smoker before. You know, I've put the little aluminum foil pouch in a you know metal box yeah. or something and set it off to the one side and turned, you know, turned the outside burners on, the inside off, and tried to do that. And you know, when I didn't when I didn't have another option, um, it worked. You know, not the. I don't think you're ever gonna duplicate the taste of a natural wood smoked meat. You're never gonna duplicate it. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can you can you can make something taste good, but you're never gonna duplicate that exact flavor. But But, it's good in a pinch. Especially so, uh, Raymond. Do you know what? uh, So if I mention if I said steak tips to you, and I don't even know if Dan knows, but if I said steak tips to you, what what would come to mind? Honestly, it, it would be like the TV dinner steak tips in the gravy. <laughs> That's what comes to mind with me. <laughs> okay. 
The hungry man. Hungry man serving chips. Yeah, like beef cubes. <laughs> to me, that's more like what I think of. Yeah, kind of. I mean, some guy from uh, Tennessee came into the bar, um, well, the the restaurant, and he said, uh, "Can I have some steak nuggets?" And the girl, and no one knew what he was talking about. He's like, "Yeah, steak nuggets. I'm, I was told to come here for the best steak nuggets I've ever had." <laughs> and everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> so I I yeah. yelled across the bar. I'm like, "He's talking about steak tips." So basically, it's um, it's like a New England thing. I'd say it, it's it, there. You buy flat meat. And you, okay. you know, trim the silver skin off, and then you cut it, like a like Dan said, you know, cut it into like you know strips, one inch by, you know, like one inch like strips, and then you then you marinate them um, for uh, the 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 place that we actually um, love their steak tips. They marinate them for ten days. Oh my goodness! So you know, yeah. you marinate them in, you know, whatever you want. They marinate them in some sort of you know, vinegar. Um, Coke, Italian dressing, um, and uh, ketchup, I think. Um, but yeah, it's if you tried that in Georgia, you would be an absolute hit. Yeah, I might have to try that out there. I might have to get that a shot. I have to uh, send me the recipe for that. Oh, I can definitely send you the recipe. And then um, I had a. Uh, so a truck driver that delivered my um, trailer to me, he's from, um, I believe he's from Douglas, Georgia. Um, or no, actually, Waycross, Georgia, excuse me. Um, okay. And every time he comes to this area, which has actually been a bunch of times, uh, I'd say this past like four months, I've seen him three times. Um, he, he told me to do something like a, like a corn cake. Or something um, in a frying pan, okay. uh, and I didn't know if he said it was a big Georgia. Uh, uh, might have been staple. a cake. Did he call what? it a cake? Oh cake. What is it? It's basically cornmeal in a pan, in a frying pan. Okay, yes, that I think that's yeah. it. And butter, yeah. or what's it? Like in like butter or like lard or something. Yeah, and butter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, um, so what else? You know, what else do we got going on? Um, you know, you're truck driving, you're barbecuing. Um, you know, you just dropped your daughter at college. Uh, you know, what can what do you got going on in the next you know couple months? Are you going to the actual the convention in February? Well, I see you there. Um. Yeah, I'm going. Um. You're. I say ninety percent. Right now, you know, unless okay. something happens, okay, I'm 90% in. So, um, and the reason, the whole reason I went to the last one, you know, I, the plan is, the plan was anyway, to get a, a barbecue joint, a food truck, or, you know, a shack, a barbecue shack. Yep. Um, <laughs> now, I was a chemical operator, I worked in a chemical company for 10 years and I had got sick uh, like real sick almost to the point when they told my wife to make my final arrangements oh man oh, wow. so, you know I got out of there and then two months after I got out from the, I stayed in the hospital for three months Oof. and two months after I got out that's when my brother passed oh man 
So, you know, I like life is too short for me to be here miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Sun Tzu, at Sun Tzu, the best way to take over the island is to burn the boats. That's right. So that's what I did. I burned the boats. I quit my job, took my 401k, and just so happened, uh, I was doing catering, some caterings with weddings. I had a few of them going, and it was starting to take off, but then 2020, COVID hit. Yep. Yeah. People stopped having gatherings. People stopped having anything. So I had to do something. So I, that's when I went to driving trucks. Uh, and then from driving trucks, you know, I just, I stayed so busy with that to where I didn't get a chance to work on a food truck or anything like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there's, there's always, yeah. there's always time. I always thought the same oh, thing, right. you know? Yeah. And I know, I, I mean, yeah. you know, you have a family, kids, you know, you're putting a girl through college now, uh, yeah. you know, I, have you have you thought about it? I mean, even you know, even just kind of doing small catering gigs, you know, kind of yeah, and working into that. That's actually why I took this job with this company that I'm at now. I'm actually making less money, but I have the time off now to where I'm able to do make some moves. Yeah. Yep. Do you have you thought of a name for it? Uh, the Mojo Smokehouse. Uh, you know. Okay. All right. There's like the team, but, you know, it is people around here know it. Nice. Yeah. Now, do you have a Facebook, um, like Mojo Smokehouse Facebook page, Instagram? Um, I do have the Facebook. I just put up the fa- Instagram. I've got to get back to posting on the Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, but because, like, cause, you know, I, I was getting it. I had a whole menu up and everything on there, but life <laughs> yeah truck driver you know I was gone six days a week and so I didn't have a chance to really post anything on it yeah nope, I hear you it's so, so tough to post on social media <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> well I didn't have a chance to do anything to post yeah yeah true. so true well I'm sure you got people down there Kel's a great resource too but you know Mike and I have both right. both started our businesses off you know back in 2013 14 you know catering yeah. and we both had a roadside he does a roadside now I have a restaurant but I start with a roadside um, so I mean anything we can help you with you know that's we. I think we've said this on every podcast we do the the NBBQA and, and just the barbecue industry in general um, I've been helped by a ton of people I know Mike's been helped by a ton of people and we're happy to to pass it on and help so you know any any input any thoughts any you know whatever um i don't know if mike's got your email he can copy yep. me or whatever send him my email um but yeah we'll help yeah. you out you know whatever questions if we can help we'll help and if not we'll at least try to direct you to somebody that we that could help so 100 percent. all right i appreciate it i appreciate it yeah absolutely well, it's, a, it's a great great network and you know, I'll keep saying this forever, but the MBBQA, it's, it's, you know, just crazy what I've learned, what I've taken from there. And, and this is the reason why I'm where I am now because of it, you know, sure. I'd still be doing electrical work if, it, if I didn't go to that conference. <laughs> yeah. So Ray, it was great talking to you. Um, it was great getting to know you a little bit. Um, yeah, it was good you know. talking to you and nice to meet you, Dan. Yeah. You too, Raymond. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, 
texting and stuff like that's good, but um, you know, actually talking face to face, it it never gets old. So yeah. I appreciate it. Um, right. You know, keep barbecuing, and uh, we'll hopefully we see you in February. Yeah, absolutely. Be great. Oh yeah, Andy. yeah. Have a good. One. Take All it right. easy. Thanks. You too, Ray. Have a good night. Have a good Bye. night. Yeah. You too. Bye.